Blog Talk Radio.
faithfulness like the rising sun And I find you
Hello, everybody, and welcome to tonight's show. I am one of your hosts, Tanisha. Your other host will be with us shortly, but I want to talk about the song that we just listened to, By His Stripes is the name of the song. And the artist says, By His Stripes, I am whole. Do you believe that? Like, really think about that. Do you believe that? I want to share a scripture with you before we get into things. Um, I was reading this as the song was playing. And this is Mark 9. We're going to start with verse 14. When they came back to the other nine disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and scribes questioning and arguing with them. Immediately, when the entire crowd saw Jesus, they were startled and began running up to greet him. He asked them, what are you discussing with them? One of the crowd replied to him, Teacher, I brought you my son, possessed with the spirit, which makes him unable to speak. And whenever it seizes him, intending to do harm, it throws him down, and he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes stiff. I told your disciples to drive it out, and they could not do it. He replied, this is Jesus replying, O oh, unbelieving, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. They brought the boy to him. When the demonic spirit saw him, immediately it threw the boy into a convulsion and falling to the ground, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he answered, since childhood, the demon has often thrown him both into fire and into water, intending to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. Jesus said to him, you say to me, if you can. All things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out with a desperate, piercing cry, saying, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was rapidly gathering around them, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. After screaming out and throwing him into a terrible convulsion, it came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse, so still and pale, that many of the spectators said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him, and he stood up. When he had gone indoors, his disciples began asking him privately, why were we unable to drive it out? He replied to them, this kind of unclean spirit cannot come out but anything but prayer to the father. And you see, the father had taken the boy and questioned Jesus about why wasn't the demon driven out? Let's go back to that. Let's break this down. Verse 17, one of the crowd replied to him, teacher, I brought you my son possessed with the spirit, which makes him unable to speak. And whenever it seizes him intending to do harm, it throws him down and he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes stiff. I told your disciples to drive it out and they could not do it. And this is what Jesus replies. Jesus says he replied, this is in red, Oh, unbelieving, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring them to me. They brought the boy to him. When the demonic spirit saw him, immediately it threw the boy into a convulsion and falling to the ground, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he answered, since childhood, the demon has often thrown him both into fire and into water, intending to kill him. But if you can do anything, ooh, listen to this. But if you can, ooh. If you can't do anything, take pity on us and help us. 
Jesus said to him, you say to me, if you can, all things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. See, one, and, and okay, let me, let's, 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 let's go back. Let's, let's, I mean, let's finish this one. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out with a desperate piercing cry saying, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was rapidly gathering around him, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. After screaming out and throwing him into a terrible convulsion, it came out. If you can, right? Jesus was like, what? (laughs) If. (laughs) If. If you can. All things. Are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. All things. What do you believe tonight? See, this was an example of something that was very miraculous, right? Why everything that God does is intentional. It's one thing if the man said, I can't find my car keys, if you can help me find them. And he says, well, if you believe, all things are possible. He used one of the most extreme examples to teach us about the possibilities of what can occur with our faith, when we believe. Because the father cried out that he believed and to help him with his unbelief. And then Jesus rebuked the spirit and it came out that boy. And do you hear what Jesus said? Jesus said, you deaf and mute spirit, I command you come out of him and never enter him again. See, when Jesus sets you free, you're free indeed. You see how he he didn't just tell the spirit to come out of the boy. That wasn't enough. He said, and never enter him again. Never. Never enter him again. A complete work. So when that boy was set free, he was set free completely. But when we see the process of this, right, the man tried to get took him to the disciples, tried to get the spirit out, and it didn't work. And so by this time, he lost faith, because obviously he had faith when he took him to the disciples, right? But when it didn't work, now we see his faith starting to wane. Because now his speech is if you can, right? How many of us get like that? First, we're all pumped up. We're like, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, we got this. And then when it doesn't happen, the first go round, we start now our speech starts to change. If, maybe, perhaps, right? Now we don't have the boldness anymore because now that fear has crept in. That fear that maybe I'm believing for this, and then it doesn't happen. Then what? And Jesus says, if you can. All things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. All things. If you can. If. Come on. What are you believing for? What do you believe? If you can. When you go to Jesus, remember that. Jesus said, if you can. All things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. All things. What do you need from Jesus? What are you believing for? Do you really believe? Because 
Immediately, the father of the boy cried out with a desperate, piercing cry saying, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Here comes our, our cat. If you want to add in to the message. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out with a desperate, piercing cry saying, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Maybe that's you tonight. Maybe you need help to overcome your unbelief because it's not a matter of if Jesus can do it. It's a matter of what do you believe and trust in him to do. He has the ability to do all things. All things are possible. Ooh, possible. Let's look at the word possible. Let's get into this tonight. Sometimes, I, I, you know, you talk to people, right, and, and, and one of the words that they use all the time, I hear this so often, they say, well, it's impossible. <laughs> and, and I'll ask why. Why is it impossible? What makes it impossible? Because I don't qualify because I don't know the right people or because this, that, and the other, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Right? They have all these reasons that are logical why something is not possible. But Jesus said all things are possible. Let's see what the word means. Let's look it up. What does it mean for something to be possible? Possible means being within the limits of ability, capacity, or realization. Being what may be conceived, be done, or occur. This is what I like. This breaks it down. Able to be done. So if all things are possible, right, for those that believe and trust in Jesus, that means all things are able to be done. And when Jesus tells us this with his own words, right, this is in red, so this is Jesus has spoke this. This is what he said. This isn't somebody retelling, recounting, right? This is what Jesus said. He used one of the most extreme examples to illustrate all things being possible. Because if that boy was alive in our today's, because he's still alive, likely, if he put his hope in Christ, then he's in glory with the Lord. But if he was in our society today, right, the boy they say was falling to the, to the ground, foaming at the mouth, screaming, right? They would have just given him a medical diagnosis, right, That to make it make sense because we live in a world where, where we always are trying to make things make sense. We're always trying to explain things. And so he would have been given some sort of diagnosis, like maybe a seizure condition or a mental illness or something like something would have been, they would have slapped a label on him to make it make sense. Yeah. And maybe that was even done. Who knows? I don't know. But I know that the, the, the father recognized it for what it was. Right? Let's go back to what the father said. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to what the father said. One of the crowd replied to him, Teacher, I brought you my son possessed with a spirit which makes him unable to speak. Ooh. And whenever it seizes him, intending to do harm, it throws him down and he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes stiff. 
I told your disciples to drive it out, and they could not do it. Jesus replied, oh, unbelieving, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. They brought the boy to him. When the demonic spirit saw him, immediately it threw the boy into a convulsion, and falling to the ground, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he answered, since childhood, the demon has often thrown him both into fire and into water, intending to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. Jesus said to him, you say to me, if you can, all things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out with a desperate, piercing cry, saying, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was rapidly gathering around them, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. But you see, the father recognized it for what it was. He said, a demon is possessing my son. He didn't say, well, he's got some sort of medical condition going on, or I don't know what, what's going on, but he that he just convulses and twitches and foams at the mouth and tries to go into the fire, into the water. He, he identified what was going on. He had discernment that not only is a demon causing this, but when my son is throwing himself into the water and into the fire, the demon is trying to kill him. So he recognized it. And again, if the, if the father took the boy to the disciples, he believed the disciples was able to, to do something. But when they couldn't, he ch- his speech got muddled. And he said, if you can, take pity on us and help us. Because he started to lose faith. And Jesus had to put him in check. If you can. (laughs) All things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. Go ahead. Terrence has joined us. Good evening, everyone. Um, when you, you know, this is one of my, I got plenty of favorite uh, stories, you know, situation, but what the Lord highlighted to me right then when he was reading it, I've read that scripture many, many times, but as you continue to walk with God, you, God will reveal things more and more to you. When you look at it, <laughs> They described in in the text all of the symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. And when you look at all of the symptoms, everything lined up and described what medical would call a seizure. Mm-hmm. So it it was a seizure, right? Right. From the medical perspective, but the man knew that it wasn't what the world was saying or what medical professor problem was saying because you because if that's been happening since birth he has already been searching right but he was searching for a cure because he knew the source he believed that it could be removed mm-hmm. right he called it for what it was a demon and when you look at how we categorize things this is what the lord is calling us back to being a true believer, you call things what they are. Come on. You know, not not call it what somebody else labeled it as. You call it what it is. 
That man said his son was possessed with a demon. He did not accept the fact that his son would just have seizures mm-hmm. and could possibly grow out of it with proper medication and a watchful eye. Mm-hmm. No, he said this thing has to go because it's a demon. See, this this is what we have to understand that when, when, when we come into this earth, demons manifest in a lot of different forms. Especially with, with, when they're inside you, they cause physical harm. Mm-hmm. Physical things happen to our bodies when, depending on the spirit that's inside of us. You know, when we be carrying uh, other people's burdens and you burden down, and uh, those are spirits. You know, you you around here with, with a burden down spirit, you got a spirit of weariness, you know, uh, uh, guilt, and all, all those things have physical effects that we then tend to go to a doctor, a medical doctor, to try to get him to fix mm. when that's not the solution. And this is what the Spirit of God is saying for us, for the true believers. Quit calling things what they say it is. Hmm. You call things what thus says the Lord says it is. If he says that, 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 that he's a spirit and they worship him, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. If he tells us that, that we are, are spiritual beings in a physical body, if he tells us that we're born in sin and shaping in iniquity, if he tells us that 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 he bore the sins of the world, think about this. When he took on the sins, he took on sickness. Man, sick man. I'm getting something right now. Being sick. And you accepting it as just that, that's a sin. And the reason why I say this is because when when you don't put your faith in God and you don't trust God and you begin to, to look toward help outside of him, and you begin to focus on that, you begin to put your trust in this. Mm. You begin to worship that. Mm. You begin to serve that. And whatever that says, that's what you do. But God is saying, turn to me. Because I'm the cure. It's not a matter if I can. Mm. It's about can you believe? Can you believe what I say something is versus what the medical uh, 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 world says it is? Do you believe what I say something is versus what your government says something is? Believe what I say something is versus what the education system says things is or what your mama says things are. You got to know how God speaks about things. Jesus, he described a whole season, mm-hmm. and he told you what it was. The question is, will we believe it? Right. And then act on that. Now, faith, because he's the same God today, yesterday, and forevermore. 
He changes not. Mm-hmm. We are the one. That's why we have to turn back to him. Because we've turned away. And people think, it is, it, you know, a lot of us think it's just about uh, uh, going to church. No, you could be in church and still be turned away from God. Because you ain't got no faith in him. Your faith in everything else but him. Uh-huh. But you're just going through the motions. You know, who are you putting on for? And this is where we are. This is where we are, people. This is what God is telling us tonight. This is why he gave this to Lisa. I, I wasn't privy to none of this. But when she began to speak, that was one of my favorite scriptures. And because I, I like it when Jesus basically came back like, man, what you mean? If I can, <laughs> you trip him. You know, <laughs> man, if I can. What? But do you see how he repeated it? Everything God does is deliberate. It's deliberate. Right? The man said, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. Listen to what Jesus says. Right? Because the man is talking to Jesus. Right. Jesus didn't say, if I can. Right? He didn't say, if I can. He repeated exactly what the man said. If you can. That's how absurd. He didn't even identify with it. No. He repeated what the man said to him. If you can. Yeah, he, he had said out loud. He didn't even say, if I can. He, he didn't even verbalize it like that, even though right. he was addressing Jesus. Right. That's how far removed that statement was from Jesus, where he didn't even <laughs> identify himself in that statement. If you can. <laughs> and then he says All things are possible for the one Who believes and trusts in me Of course Because if I said Terrence if you can Can you give me a dollar And then it, it, Terrence what do you mean if I can give you a dollar Right that's, that's how Conversation takes place Right He didn't even identify that Jesus says if you can Read this last part again All things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. And like like Jesus, when he tells us this, he's using a very extreme example. Some people can't believe for their college tuition money tonight. Some people can't believe for a, a, a promotion. They can't believe to buy a home. They can't believe to, to, to conceive a child. They can't believe for their backslidden relative to come back. But Jesus uses the most extreme example to say to to illustrate what belief can do, like you said, this, there was a medical explanation for what was going on. Everything that we know of today, there would have been an explanation of. I'm sure this man was taking this boy to doctors. I'm sure they said, "Oh, it's just convulsions. He's a mute. He's mute and deaf, right?" Because there's still people to this day that are mute and deaf, and people just accept that because what happened. With the medical community, God bless them. And I'm not against the medical community, but I don't serve that community. I serve God. God uses it. Everything is used by God as he sees fit. But what people tend to do, they go run into the medical community and bypass God. They try to loop them in. But the medical community will give you a diagnosis, right? Because you go to the doctor to find out what's wrong. 
right? When everything's all hunky-dory, everything's great, you're not going to the doctor typically unless you get a checkup. Then why do you get a checkup? You get a checkup to see if there's anything wrong or if you don't want to speak it like that to make sure everything's okay. And then if they do find something wrong, most of the time you put your faith in what they're telling you. You don't know what their machines say. You don't know how to read their code. You don't know whatever they said in your blood. How do you know that? Because you have faith in the doctor. And you believe what they are telling you, and you have no way to confirm nor deny it unless there's like a symptom, typically. So usually when there's a symptom, then that gives you even more ammunition to link up in faith with what the doctor said and believe it. And look at what happens. Look, look at what belief can do. Belief manifests things. Belief changes things. So you could believe and have faith in the wrong things. And then instead of having a positive impact and a positive outcome, now you have literally invited the negativity to come in, have a seat, pour some tea, eat some, some crumpets with it, and let it stay for a while. What do you believe? I know what you're saying, but what do you what what do you believe? Yeah, and we 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 being tested during during this time because it God really wants us to believe in Him, and it it's imperative that we turn back to God for answers. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things will be added mm-hmm. unto you. Like, everything that you can think of, it'll be added. You just got to seek him first. So if you, if, 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 if your health ain't right, you know, seek God first. And he'll add you to the right physician. Mm-hmm. He'll add the physician to you. He'll add the, the eating plan. You know, he'll add the, 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 the workout plan. He'll add the mental plan that you need. He'll add the people you need to talk to and remove those that, that you don't need. Mm-hmm. You know, he, all, all these things, they, they're going to be added. It ain't just about material stuff. Right. You know, you see him, you have peace of mind. See, it's the reason why Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He is peace. God is peace. God is love. You know, they right here talking about love is love. That's a lie. God is love. Mm-hmm. Right, love is not its own separate entity yeah. or separate uh, being. Love was created because of God. God created love because that's who God is, mm-hmm. love. And so, it's, it's imperative for us to really, I mean, we got we to gotta dig a little deeper. You're going to be challenged. You're going to be faced with stuff that, trust me, you ain't see coming. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be faced with stuff like that you didn't quote-unquote plan for. And no intentions, and, 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 and it could come, and it could cause some issues if you let it. Sometimes you just got to, well, every time, <laughs> I'm not going to say sometimes, every time. You just got to seek God and, 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 and ask for direction so he can tell you how to react. He can tell you what to do. Mm. You know, seek you first. That man 
And now he went everywhere looking for his son help. But he heard about Jesus. And not only did he hear about it, it was the way people were talking about it. Because I'm sure he heard about doctors, too. Mm-hmm. But it's when he heard about Jesus. <laughs> he put it all on the line. Because let's think about it. Because people tend to think that doctors is some new thing. But mm-hmm. we know because Jesus only was in the earth for so long, right, mm-hmm. for so many years. And we have all of these these stories that are illustrating what happened. The woman with the issue of blood, it says she went to several doctors. So doctors wasn't something new. So clearly this man had been to doctors because this wasn't like something new. It didn't, he didn't say it was last Tuesday my son started coming. No, he said since childhood. Mm-hmm. So you think that man didn't go to a doctor? He did. <laughs> it don't say that, but I know he had to have gone to doctors. But he knew what it was, and he knew a doctor couldn't do no demon uh, exorcism. Right. He knew what it was. Knew what it was. He knew no medicine wasn't gonna fix that. We gotta start calling things for what it is, mm-hmm. for what they are. You know, we just think it's oh, it's just something in the food. Right. And look, <laughs> I have a perfect example. I remember when I was new in my faith, and I couldn't. I got. I had a period of time where I couldn't sleep. This has happened twice. Well, actually, more than twice. But this was the first time it happened. It was a little after I had got saved. I really couldn't sleep at night. And I had prayed about it and said, Lord, I don't know why I can't sleep. Like, I would be up, up. Like, I had drank 18 cups of espresso. And one night I had left the TV on in my living room and I somewhat fallen asleep. Because um, sometimes it was like the little bit of sleep I, I wasn't getting like zero sleep, but I was getting like very disturbed sleep. And so I was half asleep, half awake. And I heard the voice of John Hagee say, can't sleep. Very. And I was saying to myself, yeah. Well, it's demonic. And I mean, I must have jumped clean out my bed. It's what? Demonic. Okay. And ran into the living room. I mean, it scared me, literally, because he, he was so calm. Can't sleep. <laughs> well, it's demonic. And I mean, he screamed. If you've ever listened to John Hagee, he's a screamer. And I said, I leapt out of my, I mean, literally jumped, I think I jumped out of my skin and ran into the living room to watch and listen to the sermon. And he was talking about how sometimes you can't sleep because you're literally under demonic attack. And I believed that. And I prayed and all that. And man, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So, like, we, we think that the wrestle is just like with. With our, how can I say, like, our, I guess our sinful acts, right. per se. Right. You know, we, we think wrestling against flesh and blood is, 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 we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but, but we think wrestling against flesh and blood, arguing with somebody. Right. You know, having an issue with somebody, having, you know, sexual immorality, you know, or drug addictions, you know, all that. All of those play a factor, but that's not where it stops. Mm-hmm. Wrestling against flesh and blood is even what you claim in your you're, life. You're flesh and right. blood. That's what I'm saying. So we wrestle not against it. So anything that can attack your flesh, he's telling you, you don't, man, you don't fight it with the flesh. Right. Because we're always trying to look for an explanation, right? right? Especially if it's something that it doesn't involve somebody else. Like it's just self. 
like that, can't sleep. So typically you would go to the doctor because you're trying to find a flesh and blood explanation. But he says you he some sleep Right. Let's just give you this and it'll, it'll increase yeah. the hormone in your brain that tells your body it's time to go to sleep. And yeah, you very well might go to sleep, but you're still going to be dealing with that because you haven't got to the root. This father wanted this thing gone because I'm pretty sure he had tried meds and whatever the doctors are telling him to right. do, and yet the problem persisted, and he knew the problem was going to persist because it wasn't something that was flesh and blood. Right. It was something demonic. All day long. And he knew medicine, one thing medicine ain't going to do, medicine ain't going to get rid of no demons. And that's how the enemy wears people out sometimes when they are in a state of sickness. Because sometimes the sickness is coming from unforgiveness. Sometimes the sickness is coming from a, 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 a stronghold. It's something spiritual mm-hmm. that's causing it and it's manifesting in your body. Absolutely. And we, gotta, we, we have to get understand it. Like we've been hearing it for years. But how many of us really going to believe it? Right. Like that man heard about Jesus. Jesus was like, man, you can't believe it. Man, about what you're hearing about me, can you believe it? Because he says again, Jesus says, if you can, mm-hmm. all things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. All things. All. So if think about this. Jesus said he don't say nothing if it were not true. Right. So if he tells us that all things are possible, to them that believe. It, it comes down to you really have to check yourself. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> you got to check yourself. You know, people, you know, we we often say you got, it, there are a lot of lot of things that, that, that have come along with us traditionally, you know, um, with how we kind of like sugarcoat and, and, and kind of brush over things in in the church, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of things that we say don't uh, are not even biblical. You know, uh, so like we really have to tune in to God. Like He really wants us to hear Him and to trust Him because He tells us, man, all things are possible to them that that, that believe. All things are, uh, are possible then to trust in him and rely on him. So if he tells us that for things to be possible, you got to include him. It's, it, it's, it's not impossible for people to be healed of cancer. Yeah, they're they looking for a cure. Like, you, we don't have to look for a cure. The cure is Jesus. But we've watered down our belief system mm-hmm. to where we just we categorize what we're going to believe God for, and then right. when 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 things come down to uh, 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 someone uh, uh, having been diagnosed with, re- with retardation or paranoid schizophrenia, or ADHD, cancer, AIDS, we look at those things and we're like, oh, it is. And and we accept it. And we have to ask ourselves, why do we accept it? Because we've made it a norm. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that goes back to us being in the world but not of it. Yeah, that's the way the world sees things. 
For us as the believers, when, when, when we see that, that's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But see, but if we don't call it a demon, ain't no need to go on over there. If we can't recognize it, you ain't finna, we're not finna win. You, 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 you've lost already if you're not going to call it what it is. Mm-hmm. And in scriptures tonight, the word of God is saying, call it what God calls it. Call it, call it what it is. Not what they say. Not, not what you have learned or thought in the past this what it was. You got to start seeing things the way the Lord sees them and dealing with them the way he wants it to be dealt with and not the way that we so choose. And that's in every area of our lives. You know, we all, man, look, it's, it's an everyday uh, event. <laughs> it's an a, a all-day, everyday journey of, of, of really growing and getting to that place because you, 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 you will be tested. Uh, you will be tried. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the, the issue, the the thing, the mindset that you have to have, yes, that when you're being tried, it's not to be a victim. Quit having a victimized mentality or even a, a, a arrogant mentality just thinking that it's about you. You know, it ain't, it's not about you. <laughs> you might have ate it to the cause of something, who knows? But even if it didn't, even if you didn't cause it and it come your way, it still ain't about you. It's about God. Mm-hmm. So you're in that situation for what? So you can apply the word to it so you can give God glory for showing you how to navigate this thing and give you victory over it. That's what it's about. Everything the Lord said he made was good. We have to accept it. We be want to change the way we look because we we ain't pleased. Who who gives a piece who snap how you feel about something? Did you ask Jesus how he felt? When 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 he was in the garden of Gethsemane, we can only imagine, but none of us asked, cause we wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So really, how, that he shows you how how your feelings really don't matter. He shows you what to do with your feelings. You better check your feelings. Get out your feelings. Oh, my feelings will hurt. Now your feelings don't hurt you. When we put the, the, the feelings on the pedestal. It's about being 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 who God wants you to be and 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 ultimately doing what God wants you to do in this earth, mm-hmm. y'all. For real. I mean it's 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 at the, it's at a point because the shift is 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 about to happen very, very quickly. 
And when I'm talking like like the shift, I'm talking like the people you see on TV and everything. It's gonna be a shift. They they've been dropping off left and right now. Mm-hmm. Even in these, these these churches, YouTube, y'all a lot of y'all be on YouTube. There's a lot of them finna fall off of YouTube. So it means the space finna be available. These social media sites. Why ain't the believers using these platforms? And flooding these platforms with the word of the Lord. And I ain't just talking about just getting on there reading scriptures all dog on day. Not saying that that's bad because somebody needs that. But I'm saying whatever unique thing that God has called you to do, man, share that. If, he said if I be lifted up, I'll draw. We be trying to see if somebody's going to follow us. You they need to follow Jesus. Who are you? I'm just a willing vessel. <laughs> Doggone right. That's what you are. You're a vessel. And because of the blood, you're a joint heir. Because of his blood, you've been made righteous. Mm-hmm. If it had not been for his blood, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. So we 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 need not get that twisted. Take the focus off of you. Unless you asking the Lord to check you. Lord, clean me, you know, clean me up. And, but every day you could pray this prayer. Lord, I here I am. <laughs> Use me how you see fit. Clean me up where well, I'm dirty. Help my unbelief. Open my eyes to the things I can't see. And my ears to what needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. Simple. We have to know our place in this world. We're ambassadors for Christ. You ain't no ambassador for Terrence. You ain't no, no ambassador for Tanisha. Ain't no ambassador for, for my job. I'm an ambassador for Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm an ambassador for Christ. And if I'm an ambassador, I'm going to speak the words of the king. That's, what, that's what's going to be on my mouth. In my mouth. That's what's going to be on my lips with thus said the Lord. Mm-hmm. Period. Well, how do you do that, Chad? All the time? Yeah, literally all the time. But it's not this this way or this uh, idea of what people think a, a believer looks like. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, Jesus didn't look like what people thought he looked like. Mm-hmm. He didn't come in the way they thought he was going to come in either. Right. <clears throat> so you can have an idea of what you think something is and that's been the stigma that's been put on on the, the the church man how you looking to the Lord can he trust you why you that one that's just gonna be constant just sitting over he never took the lid off and you just won't even jump out the door the door has been the the gate is open and you won't even come after sales. 
You just want to stay in prison because you're comfortable there. And comfort is not your friend in that aspect. But it's time, guys. Like, it's time to literally grow up, man. Like, for real. Grow up. Grow up because, like, a, like some, some real trying times are coming. Well, you're going to have to have faith. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to be in tune with God. Because if you ain't in tune with him, you're in tune with something. COVID taught us that. Absolutely. You're you following with something. something. You're following something. Something, something. you serving something. Yeah. It's a fear. It's, it's, it's something we, we really have to remove from our, our, our lifestyle. Our lives. Being afraid. Like have a reverential fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. But Y'all gone, don't be afraid of Satan. Why? The Bible assures you that he's a as a roaring lion. That he's a defeated foe. This is what the word of God says about him. He's going, he's roaming the earth to and fro seeking whom he can devour. So it's 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 who 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 he can give can get them to give him permission. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't come kicking your door down, <laughs> snatching you out your bed, man. Uh, get out of here. But that's what you believe he would do. So that's why you act the way you act. We so focus on what we think Satan's gonna do, or Satan is doing. To where we ain't even focused on what God is telling us to do and what God has done. Mm-hmm. Satan is defeated. He's defeated. And all we're doing right now is trying to let people know that he's defeated, that you have power over him. Through the blood of the Lamb. We have the power. <laughs> we have the power. We have the power. God has given us the power. He has given us the authority. So, my challenge is, man, you call yourself a, a, a child of God. You better be getting his house clean before he comes. For daddy get Show up. You better have this stuff clean. You better have this stuff in water. You bastard. It behooves you. You bastard. So it's time for us to break out of that, that, that timid belief and really know the power of God. Really know. Man, if God before you, who can be against you? If God before you, who? Who? Where's that owl at? Who? I'll wait. That question was asked of 
have been answered. We still we still haven't found a person who can be against you. Who? Not successfully. Who? Because them weapons they'll form, but they're not gonna prosper. They're not gonna prosper. And like you said, we have to grow up. We have to grow up. Because we're coming into a time, right? Like if you're comfortable, like parents are comfortable, there's levels to comfort. Like you want to be comfortable when you're going to bed at night, right? You don't want to be comfortable comfortable in every aspect of your life. And we've gotten too addicted to comfort. Yeah. We've gotten too addicted to things that are familiar, mm-hmm. right? Because even familiarity is comforting to us. Things coming quick. Right. We got yeah. We were with the fast food mentality. We've gotten very uh, addicted to that, and we are coming into a time where though every comfort is going to be challenged. So you better get grown and you better get grown now. Nah. Because even the things that you have been relying on your entire life are going to be challenged in the times that we're coming in. They have technology now that will mimic a person's entire appearance, voice, mannerisms, to where you won't even be able to trust the things that you're seeing with your eyeballs and your skull sockets in your head. And it's the same, and, 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 and it's, it's, it's good you saying it. Because that's what's been said from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. With all thy heart. Come on. Lean not to thine own understanding. Think about even what happened, right, with COVID. Okay? Some people got the shot. Some people did not get the shot. Some people didn't get the shot. Even if they had underlying health conditions, they were advanced in age, whatever the case may be, because they felt like God was telling them that God told them not to do it. Now all this data is coming out now, right? Because a couple of years have passed. Now the data is not looking too hot. But we didn't know that two years ago. We're only finding out now. So when you trust the Lord, you can't lean on your understanding because they, what they were selling, what they were saying two years ago is different than what they're selling and what they're saying today. So just God, it might not make sense. Get out of that comfort of things making sense. Mm-hmm. Get out of that comfort, that comfort of you understanding what's going on. Just trust what God is telling you, period. Because, again, we're entering into a time where things are not going to be what they look like at all. And then later you'll find out that it was an entire lie, mm-hmm. even though it presented itself as the truth, it looked like the truth, it smelled like the truth, right? It visually, you could see it, 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 it sounded like it, but it wasn't. Because we're coming into a time where things are going, we're going to see where the, where the counterfeits are. God is going to expose things for what they are. So you got to get out of that comfort of, of, of oh, I could trust it because I could see you. I could trust it because I could trust these particular people. Trust the Lord. He's not like man that he should lie. People really be acting like people don't lie. They do. Your whole family will lie to you. Right? They really be acting like the government don't lie. That's a whole different show. Because the government, man, what man? If your family who loves you will lie to you, what makes you think the government won't lie to you? Perfect strength. What makes you right? They don't know you. <laughs> they don't know your date of birth. They, they, don't, they don't know your favorite color. And guess what? They don't care about you. But you know who does? The Lord. He knows it. The number of her. Come on. He cares for. He cares for you. He cares for you. 
before you would even conceive. You know how many people are jacked up to right now because they are so mentally messed up because somebody did something that was supposed to have quote unquote cared about them. Right. Think about that. Come on, people who are bitter. Raise your hand if you're bitter. Some people are bitter. And the VPs in the house. Come on. Bitter, bitter people. <laughs> Reason why, and maybe you're a former bitter person. Right. But think about the root cause. Normally the bitterness crept in and got an opening because you were angry, upset about something that somebody did that was supposed to have cared about you, right? A person who's supposed to have loved you. And so the fact that they did something that was so opposite of what you know love is messed you up mentally, whether it been for a short while or maybe you're struggling with that now because you know what love is supposed to look like and how it's supposed to behave. And these are people that can do that. But see, God, when he loves you, he don't mess up. So you trust in some people who don't love you when people who did and claim they did was able to hurt you. But you think some people who don't know your name, don't know you from a can of paint, love you and care about you? They don't. They don't know you exist. You're just a number. You're, you're a statistic. You're data. You're, you know what I'm saying? Like, That's true. They don't know you. And they'll lie to you. If a person who loves you can lie to you, how much more can a person who doesn't love you or care for you will lie to you? But God is not like man that he should lie. When he loves you, he loves you with a perfect love because he knows the plans he has for you, not for your destruction, but for your victory, for your success. That has an expected end. Come on. So when God is telling you to do something, I don't care what man says. I don't care what label title they have, what background they have. You better be trusting God. You better grow up and know that people will lie to you and trust the one who doesn't have the ability to lie. God can't lie. That's the beauty of prophecy. We're watching prophecy unfold right before our very eyes. And people will just no, the reason why it's happening is because God don't lie. He doesn't lie. He can't lie. So that's what the, that's why I love the prophetic because God can't lie. He can't. He can't get it wrong because people can lie unintentional. See, lies are just not the truth. And people always associate it with malicious behavior. People can lie to you with very good intentions because they are ignorant or because they believe something that's not true. They themselves are believing a lie. And they, in turn, are spreading lies without knowing it. Mm-hmm. So every lie doesn't come from a malicious place from the individual, but every lie the devil is behind. Because he's what? A father. If he's a father, right, that means that he had a part of it. Because people, right, things that have a mother and a father, have the, they, they, they are conceived from that, right? So if he's the father of lies, that means he is the main source. Because even us as people, right, we, we even carry, most of us, are, we, we carry the father's last name. It's all about the father. We, we, we bring up, continue the father's legacy. So we understand the importance of father. He didn't say the devil was mother of all lies. He said the devil was father of all lies. So he's behind it somewhere. He's got, he takes part in it. So even if you never met your father or nothing, you still are a piece or a part of that Man, so even if a person is coming from a good place in their life, the devil is still a part of it. Mm-hmm. 
It's his there. Come on, that's what I'm looking it, it, for. It, 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 that's the source. Like he, that's, that is him. It's him. Like it, it, he's more than just a part. That's him. It's got his DNA. It's got his DNA in it. So guess that's what? It's going to behave like it's father. It's, all, it's, all, it's, all it's going to take on the characteristics of its father, even though the person might have had good intentions that told you, and they weren't trying to hurt you, they weren't trying to destroy you. But guess what? They go that 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 thing is still going to act like its father. The father's traits are still in it, so it's still going to manifest the characteristics of its father. And we know its father has a job to do, and it's what to kill, steal, and destroy. And that's what that lie is going to do. But God doesn't have the ability to do that. He don't have the ability. So you best be trusting him. Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's the most beneficial position that we all can be in, is trusting in the Lord. We just have to realize that. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it's personal. The Lord says we got to work out our own salvation. Our, our salvation is up to us. Me and Tanisha ran Fiji. We can we can prophesy, preach, teach all doggone day. Um, but your relationship is still up to you. Mm-hmm. You know we sharing because our relationship with God is still up to us. I ain't saying it like I'm at this. I'm like this this superstar. <laughs> well, I've made it, yes, and yes. I, I'm at the top of but the, the peak of my. No, we're still that's, working on too. That's not that's not it. Because, you know, to go back to to the trusting, um, this is this why it's, it, 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 it's imperative for you to to know the word, you know, um, and and to know what you 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 know, and, and you know it based on the word of God, because the Bible tells us, you know, to put all that trust in no man. Mm-hmm. But the world only tells you, man, I'm only fooling with people I can trust. But then they fool with people that they claim they can trust, but these people that they trust will still be doing human stuff. Right, they're still people. they still people. <laughs> and, then, and then we fall out with people because they are not perfect. They ain't meeting our expectations. And then people will come up with these, these sayings of trust no one. Yeah. But you know how I am. When I be talking, I lose my thoughts. Uh, help me. Okay. <laughs> you remember yours. <laughs> Type that thing out. <laughs> <laughs> we do this all the time. Um, I have to, I have to, like, hold on, baby. I have to give a, a, a face or look because I forget what I'm getting ready to say. And I'll be around here beat myself up about it. But thank God I ain't forgetting it this time. Because this is really important. This is the way he, he really wants to, to be shared. Is that when people don't meet our expectation of them, it's not the expectation of the word. Because the Bible says that God is not like man. That he should lie. So he basically tell you, man, man will lie. Mm-hmm. And just like Tanisha was saying, you know, we'll lie with, with, with different intentions, you know, different motives and, 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 and different ways of lying. You know, some people lie ignorantly. Uh, but it's not about what they do to you. Okay? 
God never wants you to be focused on that in the first place. He said, put all your trust in me. Period. And I'll teach you how to deal with those that compromise your trust. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think God would tell you to be bitter. Matter of fact, I know that he's not accepting of you being bitter and using it as a, a, a reason to be depressed, using it as a reason to be angry at people, using it as a reason to just gain weight, using it as a reason to go wild out, using it as a reason to just be short and quick with everybody. No. That's not what God wants you to do. So this goes back to him being first. Because when we're faced with things and people, situations that are not warranted, we still got to go to God. Okay, Lord, this happened. See, this is how I know we're not praying for for people. We're praying on people and not praying for them. Because we look at oh, this is my time. And I'm a believer, you know. Uh look, the Lord ain't through with me yet. I'm still a work in progress. Yeah, we all know that. But that still is not justification for you to go and treat this person this way based on how they treated you. Right. The Lord's prayer tells us to uh, uh, forgive their trespasses. He'll forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Mm-hmm. God wants us to walk in forgiveness. He didn't say forgetfulness. <laughs> because you can still remember things, but not be bound to the power of it. You can remember things and and, and, and and be delivered from it and, and, and forgive those people that, that, that are in those situations. A few years ago, some things were going on in, in our life, man, that, that had smoke blowing out our ears, mm-hmm. you know. But we could talk about that today, and it doesn't have that effect. Anymore. Do I remember it? Yes, verbatim. <laughs> but I'm not bound to the power of that because I've asked God to show me how to deal with it mm-hmm. and I followed his lead. And today we can laugh about it. Today we can teach on it. Today we can give God glory for it. We gave God glory for it then, but we can give him even more glory for it now. Because now we can help somebody with what we went through. Because in that time, you be wanting to make it all about you when it's not about you. I ain't never done nothing to nobody. I ain't done nothing to nobody. You don't have to. What did Jesus do? I all the Lord always takes me back when when I say if you follow, if we are saying we're followers of Christ, right, and we're true believers. Man, if you ain't filtering it through Christ when it comes down to your life, you you doing it all wrong. Every time you want to complain, you better go see Jesus. 
You never said in my language. <laughs> you never once saw Jesus say it's not fair. Right. Or I didn't do nothing. These are the things that we focus on and we justify it because we've made it normal. We had a me, me and Talisa had a conversation the week. I was just thinking about um you know, we, 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 we watch television, television, and we see different things, and we hear stories about people, and you hear people still trying to have control in how the world presents things, you know. Yes, you know, like we can design our families the way we want to design our families and call it a family, you know. Uh, yeah, I want to get married, but I don't want to have children. You know, I'm going to freeze my eggs and, and have a surrogate. Now, I don't know how to feel about this. For many years, I've always known that that was possible and many people have done it. But just recently, my eyebrow raised on it and I asked, is that of God? Is that of God? You can have them. You choose not to. You don't want to mess your body up or whatever the case may be. You pay somebody. <laughs> Even now, we, we, we set delivery dates for babies. We really, we, that's, that's how, how arrogant we are as, as human beings. We really be wanting to be in control of everything and have this false sense of control. And that's what this world does. They want you to trust the saints. Trust, trust the doctors. Just do it. Everybody's doing it. Everybody getting their labor induced. With, with, with no medical threats or things being observed, they just go in there and just doing what they want to do. And, and and this this is something that we really have to check because there are a lot of things that we claim is normal, but we really have to ask ourselves, well, like seriously, is this of God? Is this something like I, I want to know what God has to say about this? When we start doing that, we man, your life will 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 take a, a a turn that makes more sense. I promise confusion goes all out the way. I'm not confused about the things that's going on in this world at all. Mm-hmm. Ask my wife. <laughs> at all. Ask my wife. And she ain't just saying it because she's my wife. This, look, I'm not surprised. Look. No. Why not? Because God already gave me the hands up on this. Where? In his word. How? Through prayer and meditation. When? Every day. All day. I'm consistent with him. That's why he's consistent with me. We have more consistency in our jobs and consistency in our, our, our relationship with our friends and family. And we ain't consistent with, with our creator. We need to have some consistency. That's how you build your faith. Be consistent with, with meeting with your father. 
Be consistent with talking with him. He, he wants to trust you mm-hmm. with what he got for you. But if he see you, I ain't finna get my 10 year my car key. <laughs> Not to go get in that car. I mean, she can, we we in here, uh, in, in the house, you can hold them while we're here, but no, you ain't getting in that car. In behind the driver's seat, and me, how about gone? Do what you do. And she ain't ready. She ain't ready. But she knows her time is coming. One day, and she's patient. There ain't even. God knows what's best for us. We have to believe this. Because there are a lot of things that we have in our lives that we think is best for us. Mm-hmm. And God been saying, oh, no, 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 no. But in your, your ears, you've been hearing it. That's what you want to hear. You're trying to psych yourself out. No. We got to put our big boy and girl clothes on, shoes on. It's time for us to really be about that. And however you take that, that's exactly what I mean by that. It's time for you to be about that. What did Jesus say he was about? His father's business. Get out of here. He said he about his father's business. Who business you about? Because the little business that you call yourself running, it's temporary. Let's be about our father's business. But people be in everybody else's business. Like, I noticed that people are like, that's what people do. They spend their time being in other people's business. That's, that's what social media does. It opens up a platform, and people freely put their business out for you to be in it. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. And so you find out what's in you based on what you're drawn to. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's why we were talking about you got to have those self-checks with yourself every day. Like, okay, it's... It's what I'm drawn to. You got to be real with yourself. You can still be drawn to it. But don't lie about it to yourself. <laughs> be like, yeah, I'm drawn to this, and it's, it, 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 this is a problem. It's, this is something that, that, I, that, that I, I struggle with. It's an issue. But I, I, I believe God, and I trust God to... to to help me with this, to solve it, to resolve it. So I'm putting my faith out there for it. That's the problem with too many people. They don't want to admit to their flaws. Yeah. And you're not going to get freedom without the truth. You have to confess. Why not? Like, why, why would God tell us to confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that you shall be saved when it comes down to our whole salvation? Mm-hmm. We got to make a confession for our salvation. So God is telling us the order and how to make things manifest. And he even tells us to confess our sins one to another. One to another, man. You got to have somebody. Like, you you have to, look, I'm wrong. You got to have a witness. Somebody has, but see, the the, the enemy knows the word. That's why he has the, 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 the perversion has a coming out part. 
Mm-hmm. Perverts. They, 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 it's coming out. What you coming out to? Cause they gonna make that confession. So they get some witnesses, and that's the trick of the enemy. Because he knows the power in 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 the identity. He knows the power in the confession. Mm-hmm. That's why you 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 find yourself uh, when when you know you need to be saying something, you find yourself struggling to say it. And when I'm talking something positive, when when God is telling you to say something, and and and, and it's like you try you you know you need to say it, but you don't. Or you struggle with saying it. That's that devil, man. He don't want you to, man, get that out of there. But you got you to gotta put him in his place. He only got the power that, 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 that you give him. Because let, let me give you a, uh, an example. All right. You be talking to somebody and you tell them, hey, you, they come to you with, with, with a situation, and you tell them, man, look, you tell them exactly what it is that they need to do to relieve themselves of their particular issue. And they do everything but that. They do everything but that. But this is what went on. They agreed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. At that moment, they agreed to do it, and they were going to do it, but at that same moment, here comes Satan. You sure you got time to the day? You know you got something to say? Somebody call your phone. Distractions. Distractions. Next thing you know, you've been distracted for three years. You still ain't done anything you know you need to do to help yourself, but you don't do it. And you have, I don't know why. I don't know why things. I don't know why. I don't know why, Lord. Help me, Lord. I don't do nothing to nobody. But you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. The enemy, he going to come in immediately when you get a word. He comes in and tries to steal it. Because he don't want you to put your faith in it. Because there, there were times when I knew I was supposed to be saying something and didn't say it to people. And I gave in to, to I, I yielded to to Satan and, 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 and disobedience and not doing what God told me to do. And I felt bad. And he tried to torment me about that on several occasions. But I grew and I recognized what it was. And I nipped that in the bud. I cut that thing off. Does he still try? Yes. Not as often. But He's not going to stop trying. He'll take a little break. 
Then he tried to come in another little way. <laughs> trying to hit you another way. But you 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 put the resistance up. And he, he gonna flee again. He gonna flee again. But like we really have to learn what it is we need to be doing. And we really have to work the words. It, it, it's simple. We we have to work. If the Bible says never cease to pray, do that. Don't stop praying. Pray all the time. Learn how to pray in your head. You could you could be praying while you talking to folks. How you do that, Terrence? Ask God to show you. I can't tell you everything. Don't even take my word for everything. So hopefully when we done, y'all go read or you pray or you whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. I want you to check, check, check what I'm saying. Please. Please do. Because why you checking <laughs> on me? <laughs> you checking in with him. <laughs> and you find yourself in that bed and then, Lord, whew, I had a good time, Lord, by myself. Some ugly times, too. I'm sorry, I've been ugly by myself. Oh, Lord. You know, there's times where I've been so excited. I don't know how to just... It's time, man, God has given me, like, this this very youthful, like, feeling, <laughs> like, this youthful presence, like, I could just, I, I, I could, like, really experience my youth, like, again. He, he, he'll get it to me ever so often. <laughs> this type of God I serve, man, <laughs> he take care of me. He takes care of me. And I know that he'll take care of you if you let him. We have to let God in, man. There's this song uh, called Let Go, Let God by, uh, I want y'all to listen to this song. If y'all ever heard it, it's by, uh, God, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, Dwayne Woods. Dwayne Woods. Let go. That's the name of the song. Let go. And and and, and I really sense tonight that that's what a lot of us really need to do. We need to let go of our insecurities. We need to let go of our our our, our, our trust issues. We have an issue with trusting God. We be talking about trust issues with people. You don't trust God. Because if you trust God, man, you'll trust people by default. You'll trust people to level the way God wants you to trust them. You won't trust them like God. You'll trust them like God wants you to trust them. So let let go of your children. You ain't that God. You do not control your children's lives. You train them. Let go of that laziness. Let go of that bitterness.
Let go of, 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 of all doubt. And just believe. Just believe. Just believe. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for this moment. Once again, we thank you for always the opportunities to share um, with, with my brothers and sisters, Father God, with your children. Lord, you, you've called us together to share. You've called us together, Father God, to experience you, to learn from you, to trust in you, to be guided by you, to be led by you, be protected by you. We stand on your word tonight, Heavenly Father. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus. We thank you for sending your Holy Spirit. Ah! Man, we thank you for thinking it all out. For covering every detail. We thank you. You made it easy for us to just trust you. So, Lord, where someone's faith is wavering, Father God, I, I call them in. Call them in tonight. That they, they find rest in you, peace in you, comfort in you. They find strength in you. They find their lives in you. So they can know how to navigate the life that you've given them. That you've provided all of us with so beautifully. Giving us an opportunity to just share your word. <laughs> Giving us an opportunity to, to go gather our, 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 our relatives. We got some lost, we got lost kin people out here. We gotta we got to call them in. They don't know who they are. But we do. We just ain't seen each other in a while. But we remember them. And when the scales fall off their eyes, they'll be able to see who they are in you. So, Lord, we just thank you for the victory. The victory in every area of our lives, Father God. We thank you for the victory in 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 in, in uh, on, on social media platforms. We thank you for the victory. Every, every believer that you're calling to, to, to get on social media, Father God, give them the boldness, Father God. My cat said, amen. I know y'all are here. This, this is my pooper back there. Give, give, give them the focus that they need, Father God, to do what you're calling them to do. It's not about us. It's not about uh, us trying to do things the way other people are doing or or how we feel about it. It's all about it. If you, you called us to, to, to do it, we just need to do it. So we, we thank you that that, that, that that social media is is is, is going to be flooded with the truth. Mm-hmm. Businesses are going to flourish. 
lot of a lot of y'all gonna be leaving y'all jobs, like the companies per se, and and moving in, 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 in into new things that God has assigned for you. Cause we it's time for us to be about His business. He gonna take care of you. It's not a matter if He can. <laughs> it's do you believe? All things are possible. Yeah, all your bills can be paid and you not draw a, a, a chip from an employer. Yes, that can happen. Who said it can't? So, Lord, we just thank you that, that, that we're healed. The sickness is removed. The mental sickness that we have. Just, we just thank you, Lord. It's so much that I could pray about, man. But I, I just, I just, I just thank God. I just want to leave that there, um, because it's 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 that time. It's that time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. Just as always, we let God lead the show, and. This was the message that he had for all of us tonight. Be sure to call back um, at 8.45, hit 1, get into the queue. Um, Don't forget, Randy has a different number that you call into. Um, It is, let me pull it up real quick. It's 319, no, I'm sorry, that's this number. (laughs) Uh, 319-527-6737. Call back 845-HIT-1, listen to Randy give a word, and typically Wednesday he prays over everyone. Till next time, we love you all. Good night. Good night.